listeners, welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm Sunshine Tiki. I'm here at the microphone solo this week on the podcast. That's because I didn't even invite any of the ladies over. In my left hand is a cocktail. In my right hand, bar snacks. And right in front of the microphone, it's me. And I'm here to entertain you for the next 60 minutes with the help of ample music. Because when I do a solo show, it means you get to hear more music. And I know some of you look forward to these shows. We'll still do listener mail. We have some updates on some things coming up for those of us here in the lounge and therefore treats for all of you out there in listener land. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this cocktail now, because for those of you who may be new to the show, we start with a cocktail. So we give the instructions on almost every episode. We start with a, a tasty cocktail, often a new cocktail. And you can always go to zentikilounge.com, click on the cocktails link, and find the recipe for the very cocktail that I'm going to be sipping and then telling you about. Uh, and then we, uh, we do some listener mail, and we have some conversation about tiki, maybe mid-century modern, uh, opinion, shenanigans, what have you. So I'm drinking something that I literally just threw together behind the bar, and I'll tell you my inspiration while I take a sip. My inspiration was, it's the holiday time of year, and this is not a holiday podcast per se. The music in the background you're hearing, for example, was something I clicked on called Greetings from Esquivel, one of our favorite Exotica artists. It's an iTunes channel, and uh, so far it's been all over the map, and I've really been enjoying it. After a long week at work, it's outstanding. And... So the inspiration for the cocktail was I wanted something that helped me relax after that long week. And I wanted something that said something to me about the impending holidays. Some of them have already passed. More of them are to come. And I looked behind my bar and I noticed I have a lot of fruit liquors that I just don't use often enough. And I said, I'm going to do something with these. But... In partial response to Kehlani's request, she's not here this week, but she said, you need to come up with another cocktail that uses your very spicy rum, Sunshine's very spicy rum. And wham, bam, here we go. Fruit liqueurs, my spicy rum, and helps me unwind after a long work week. What you need for this drink is a mixing glass or you can pour directly into your glass. You're going to stir right in the glass with ice. You don't need a shaker. One and a half ounces of my very spicy rum. You go to YouTube and you search for Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum. The video there to help you go through how to make that. And it also is a great gift, by the way. So make lots and then give some away. One and a half ounces of my very spicy rum. One ounce of pear liqueur, such as Matilda. Uh, the thing I like about the Matilda line of um, fruit liqueurs, because they don't just do pear, but they have several other fruits, um, they really capture the actual aromas of like the pectin in the peel of the fruit and then the sweeter 
parts of the fruit, the juiciness. Uh, and so that's why I use Matilda. And it's also very widely available. Not a schnapps. Do not use some crap schnapps, okay? Then half an ounce of Grand Marnier. Because now we're looking uh, to put in some of the uh, orange notes and Grand Marnier. You can also smell the aromas of the peel. Almost the bitterness and the oils from the peel, you get that from Grand Marnier. That's one of the things I like about it. And then just a quarter of an ounce of Campari. And the Campari lends the grapefruit notes. It's more citrus. Um, it's very pleasing to the nose. And when the bitterness that comes from the grapefruit in the Campari mixes with the Grand Marnier and the pear liqueur, which are very sweet, and then the spiciness of Sunshine's very spicy rum, you get something that smells and tastes like a goddamn fruitcake. I'm told that the reason most people don't like fruitcake is the texture. The heavy, dense texture and those odd, dried, candied fruits in it. And I understand that. But I guarantee you this cocktail is not dense uh, and it does not have dried, heavy fruits in it. But again, the aroma has that nice baked fruitcake smell. It's like identical. This, this is a drink where I, I put this together because I had it. I smelled it, I tasted it, I smelled it again, I tasted it again, and I said, this is just like the cocktail gods coming together and a coincidence that it just happens to taste and smell like fruitcake. And I now call this my tropical fruitcake. Not tropical fruitcake, but my tropical fruitcake. And even though it's mine, I'm sharing the recipe with you. So again, one and a half ounces of Sunshine Spicy Rum, one ounce of Pear Liqueur, half an ounce of Grand Marnier, and a quarter ounce of Campari. Stir that very well with ice. Do not shake. You don't need to add any sweetener, any juice of any kind. This is a rocks drink. You're going to drink it on the rocks. It does require that dilution you get from stirring. Quite enjoying this. Uh, so thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We'll see what happens here with the rest of the show. But right now, we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to go dig up the listener mailbag. And uh, I'll be right back. Tiki Mail. Let's see. Let's see. What is in the sack? A couple of emails. Are you surprised? The first one comes from Andrew. And I want to say a big mahalo to Maria from the Duets. We've talked about the Duets here on the show many times. The Duets have been here on the podcast a few times, and we have played their music many a time here on the podcast, so check out the Do-Its. If you want to buy their music, you can go to bandcamp.com and you can get it there. Uh, but Andrew was turned on to the podcast by the Do-Its and he had an email that he sent to us and he said, hey, Sunshine, I just read an old New York Times interview with Fidel Castro, who just passed away. 
And uh, I have no plus or minus about his passing, by the way. Uh, he said that his favorite drink was rum and red vermouth. Does this make any sense to you? Would that be good? Is there a decent way of making that? Thanks, Andrew. Well, Andrew, that's an excellent question. And it's a fairly wonderful answer. Did I just pat myself on the back by saying it's a fairly wonderful answer? I think I did, but it, you know, whatever. Uh, so essentially that's a Manhattan made with rum. And uh, you've heard us talk about on the podcast that one of my favorite cocktails is a rum Hatton, meaning uh, rum, sweet vermouth, as in the red vermouth, a nice red vermouth. Punta Mess is one of my favorites. Uh, but uh, Rossi will do just uh, just nice if uh, that's what you have. Uh, but not the gallo crap. Ugh. Ugh. That gallo red vermouth is... Uh, so um, rum and uh, sweet vermouth. And then um, a dash or two of the bitters of your choice, whether it be orange or... Um, the, the usual uh, Angostura aromatic bitters. Um, it could even be Peychaud's if you like a little bit of that anise note that you might enjoy in a Sazerac. Uh, and that's really all you gotta do. Uh, and the proportions are three to one, as in three parts uh, rum to one part vermouth, and then a couple dashes of bitter, stir well with ice, and then pour into a glass with a single large ice cube if you have one or a couple of ice cubes if you don't enjoy chilled. Um, so yeah, Fidel apparently loved this drink. Um, this is a, is a story that I have heard before. I had not read it in the New York Times, but uh, Andrew mentioned that this was an old article and uh, I wanna say mahalo for setting that in. And if you go to zentikilounge.com and click on our cocktails link, you will see that we have a uh, recipe for a rum hatton that not just has the recipe for the rum hatton itself for the cocktail, but has a recipe for blending three different rums together so that you get this really nicely balanced aromatic rum blend that works well in a rum hatton and is also a great substitute for those tiki drinks where it calls for two or three different kinds of rum and you just don't feel like going to get all those bottles, just use the rum blend in place of all those rums. So, much easier. Thank you, Andrew. Um, let's see. I think we had another comment or two. We do. Um, so, um, we've had a couple of questions, actually, about this... Um, I would say in the last like five weeks, and it's because the holidays are coming. Uh, and Brian asks, uh, he's been thinking of cool rum-related items that he can put on his Christmas list. He noticed that on Amazon and Target, they're selling oak barrels that can be used to age mellow and supposedly improve spirits. Have you ever tried one of these or know anyone who has? I was thinking it might be a fun way to make my first batch of sunshine's very spicy rum. Happy holidays, Brian. That's an excellent question. Fruitcake. So, uh, yes, uh, tried the um, personal rum barrel before. They come in one liter, two liter, three liter, five liter, and then they kind of go to like 10 liter and, and higher. Um, the really nice thing about these is, is because you're using a small barrel, meaning more surface area to volume, uh, the mellowing is obviously much, much quicker, exponentially quicker 
than it would be than if you were to put 50 or 100 gallons of spirit into a full-size barrel, uh, which means less surface area to liquid or to volume. Um, so you can mellow um, a somewhat surly spirit, a somewhat surly bourbon, whiskey, rum, scotch, um, in a matter of weeks. And when I say weeks, I mean two plus weeks, not five, six, eight weeks. Um, and you're going to notice that as you taste it each week, uh, it, the, the, the flavor, the bitterness, the bitterness drops. Um, the flavors will um, kind of mellow, as you would say, balance, um, become smoother, uh, and it can be a really nice experience, and it's a really great gift. Now, here's the thing. With these barrels, uh, just as with the full-size ones, after you use it a couple of times, it's, it's working less and less because the oak, and you want to make sure it's an oak barrel, um, there are obviously other woods that you can use, but oak is, is well known to be one of the best for improving the spirits within. Uh, the first two to three batches are going to be just really nice. And then when you get past that, the effectiveness of the wood to balance smooth, mellow, and even impart flavors to your spirit, uh, it lessens. And by the time you get to five or six uses, uh, you may not you may not think ah, I'm not really getting anything out of this. But it's still a really nice dispensing device. It's still nice to um, dispense my liquor with. So it still serves a purpose even after you've used uh, you've used it up. Um, so you're gonna spend about um, fifty to eighty-five dollars on one of these barrels that comes in the one, two, or three-liter range and you're going to get a few uses out of it. So do the math and just decide that if that works for you. Um, if you are a hobbyist and you just really enjoy your spirits and you don't mind waiting um, and experimenting, I think it's a great thing to do. And I admit though to Brian, I have not tried this with my spiced rum, but I warned if you put something like my spiced rum in it, which is quite spicy, uh, your future spirits, if they are not the same spiced rum, are going to come out with a tinge, a titch, a little bit of that spiciness, uh, which could be okay. I mean, I think it would be okay. I think uh, a little bit of my spiced rum or those flavors blended with like a smoky scotch. I'm getting tingly just thinking about that. Okay, anywho, so there you go. So, um, Brian, thank you for sending that in. Uh, and then now we have one more uh, thing we're gonna discuss real briefly before I play for you all some music. Um, and this is, it's really just a comment. And so a listener on the Twitter uh, commented and, and asked to be not mentioned. We went back and forth a little bit through a private message and then asked, could you not mention my name? But by all means, uh, go ahead and mention the comment. And I said, I will agree to those terms. The comment was, on the podcast, Sunshine and the Ladies have recently discussed their opinions on recent political events. Why? Question mark. 
And there was no um, there was no additional opinion or no opinion at all actually um, associated with the comment, which I liked. And here's the why: um, the ladies and I are of like mind on most things, and that includes politics to most degrees. Although we uh, we do disagree on a few things, and so. As uh, President-elect Trump became a reality, um, we moderately, and by moderately, I mean we've held back on our true opinions because we'd like this podcast to remain mostly about cocktails, shenanigans, uh, drinking, uh, getting people together, and not become a political platform. And so we have not let it become that, and it's a challenge lately. Uh, so... Um, but 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 we feel very passionately, and we had to let a little out. The pressure valve had to come off just a little bit, uh, because when you get two or three or four of us together behind the microphone, and you're bombarded with this day in day out, moment in moment out, uh, there's no way that one of us isn't going to drop a uh, p bomb, a political um, bomb that includes you know some sort of opinion or commentary, and. Um, and then that's the only politics you're going to get on this show. Uh, so I appreciate that comment, and, and there's your answer. Uh, for no other reason than we're just human beings who do have some opinions, and um, then we try to, you know, push them to the side most of the time because our opinions are not always what's important to everybody else's reality, and opinions are just opinions. Okay, so... Uh, if you'd like to send us some correspondence, well, I just can't recommend that you do that enough because uh, it's a great way for you to ask us questions, to feel like part of the podcast community, and, uh, well, you know, I just would love you to, uh, to do that. Send us, send us your comments and questions. I'm going to play for you now two songs. This first one is going to be from Bas Shiva. That's B-A-S. S-H-E-V-A and the song is called Lust and I think you're going to like it and then I'm going to play you something by the Bikini Beachcombers from their album Beach Party in Waikiki we love these guys, friends of the show and their tune On the Beach at Waikiki
single kiss A drink to fill the emptiness Don't leave me mystery girl Spells that you weave They only deceive You're soft like a flower Filled with such power My soul you've devoured Well, aloha, and welcome back from your listening experience. Did you notice that I threw in a third song that I didn't tell you about ahead of time? That was Mystery Girl by The Crazed Mugs. I like The Crazed Mugs. Uh, let me tell you what I like about them. Um, you know, I when it comes to Exotica, I'm not the biggest fan of... Um, music with lyrics, but um, the Crazed Mugs, you, you would say, okay, this is, it's a, it's not Exotica. It's, uh, is it surf rock? Is it, what, what is it exactly? Well, you know what? Um, I'm not sure. I'm just not. Um, but their album, Find Forbidden Island, and that song, Mystery Girl, one of my favorite songs on the album, um, is just a great... It's got... It's got sea shanties on it. it. It's got a bit of an exotica, a bit of a surf rock, a bit of a lounge feel. It's a little of all of those things. I, I just recommend you check it out. So, uh, yeah, you got a third bonus song. I was just um, distracted by some text messages. And... Um, The girls, uh, although they're not here with me in the lounge, we have been texting each other pictures of what our pets are up to at the moment. Um, Whiskey, the dog, uh, she was um, staring at my cocktail in suspicion. Kehlani's cat was not looking enthusiastic about anything. Starshine's cat um, was looking pissed off, mean, and grouchy like always. As Starshine says, my cat does not give a shit. You'd have to see the picture that goes along with this. Um, Pumpkin's dogs, uh, Charlie and Franklin, she's got a chocolate lab and a golden. Uh, ju- she refers to them as the smartest dogs in the world, and we all translate that into the dumbest bags of fur that ever you could come in contact. Uh, but you know what? Um, everyone sees the beauty in their own children, right? Uh, and then whose dog is this? Oh, and Kaylani, her puppy, uh, is wearing a nice little Christmas sweater with snowflakes. How nice. Uh, and then wait a second. We've just got another one that came. Oh, Mike. Okay. I didn't know Kaylani had three freaking cats. This one's got the Santa outfit on. I don't know if she did this just for the pictures or if the... Uh, I don't know. And then uh, Harlow, uh, she's on the show every now and then. Um, she's got uh, a little Scottish terrier that is... Um, I can't even describe what that dog is doing in the picture. It's not inappropriate. It's just I don't know what the dog is doing. The lighting is poor. I'm going to have some more tropical fruitcake. And I want to tell you about something. I want to tell you because... you. This is, it's December, you've got gifts to buy. Doesn't matter what holiday you celebrate or that you don't celebrate any holiday at all, but you still give gifts to people because you don't want to be one of those people who goes like, I don't give gifts because 
because it's wrong and it's whatever. Um, we all get pulled into doing things by peer pressure. Uh, TikiBarTshirtClub.com. The girls and I have many of their shirts at this point, and we really like wearing them. Nice, smooth cotton. They've got a nice cut for men. They've got a nice uh, curvy cut for ladies. Um, they wash real well. Uh, pull them right out of the dryer, and you know they are they're wrinkle free. And on each and every one is the logo of a vintage most likely now extinct Tiki Bar, Tiki Palace, restaurant of the past. Uh, and each month when you get your shirt, you get a little, a little flyer that tells you about said Tiki Bar or restaurant um, and where it was and a little explanation of the logo. And then, you know, if you really want to play uh, Tiki Bar archaeology, you can go to Critiki, C-R-I-T-I-K-I dot com, and you can search for the name of Tiki Bar T-shirts, Shirt of the Month, the name of the bar or whatever. And uh, guess what? Critiki is just about 99% of the time going to have an article that relates to that old place. And you can see pictures, in most cases, from the restaurant or bar or whatever it may have been, hotel, um, which is really cool because some of these closed a couple of years ago. Some of them closed decades ago. Uh, and it's a, re it's a real cool kind of history lesson uh, about something that we all love, freaking tiki bars. And you can give somebody a subscription to Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club for three, six, 12 months by going to tikibartshirtclub.com. The prices that you see there include shipping. You're not going to pay additionally. The price you see is the price you pay. And then you and or the person you gift it to is going to receive that shirt each and every month delivered right to their home. And then you can rip it out of its package and put it on. And here's something really cool. Uh, most times that I wear this shirt, whether I be at the local coffee bar, I'm out running my errands, I'm at a Tiki event, um, people talk about it. They say, like, I like that shirt, or where was that, or have you been there, or where did you get that shirt, or that's a really cool design. And then it gives me the opportunity to be like, hey, this was a real place. People generally anticipate that it's just one of those made-up places, and in these cases... They're never just some made-up place. These were all real places. So TikiBarTshirtClub.com, we want to say mahalo to them for being our partners here on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. And because they do such a great job and we like their product so much, we keep talking about them. So is it time for some more music already? Maybe? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, because, again, you get more music on the show when... The ladies aren't here. Let's see what we're going to listen to now. I'm spinning through the library. I kind of had some ideas and some things that we might listen to. Nope, not that. Not that at all. Oh, this. Yes. Okay, so this is going to be a little eclectic. So uh, this first one is from Lushy. And Lushy is more in the alternative uh, electronic exotica genre, if you will, uh, and this, this song or tune is 
Pali Highway. That's P-A-L-I Highway. And then we're going to listen to something from the Mallet Men. And this is Dark Eyes, the 1961 version. You're going to like both of these. Here they are.
Here we are back in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm so happy that you're still with us. Did you know this podcast is 60 minutes long because people like to exercise to it? I've mentioned that before, but um, I find that important to mention now and then because some of you don't exercise while you're listening to the podcast, but you probably should. Uh, but again, it's also good to sit back in an easy chair with the lights off or very dim lighting, maybe in your very own tiki bar or your tiki corner, because we all can't afford a tiki bar, nor do all of us have the time or creativity to design a tiki bar in our very own homes. You should have a tiki corner. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So maybe you start with just a, a console table and maybe you throw a vinyl record player on it because that's gonna set the mood. And then the other half of it is maybe um, your little your little bar. And you've got a couple bottles of rum and a couple mixers and a mixing glass and a shaker and an ice bucket maybe, a couple of bar tools. You got your music, you got your little bar. Maybe it's a nice rattan or maybe it's just something mid-century modern. Maybe it's just a bookshelf, doesn't matter. Throw some bamboo on it. But then after that, choose your decor wisely. Don't go get it all at one time. This is the key to creating your very special place. And that is that it is a, it is something that develops over time. Every item in it should mean something to you. And here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, uh, the, the bar and the area that it encompasses, it has expanded over time. The shelves became more and more littered with alcohol and mugs. At one point, I had to get an entirely new shelf uh, that had just the shot glass tiki mugs on it because those alone were their own collection. Um, When it comes to what's on your walls, um, I'm a big fan of wall-sized murals of perhaps a tropical destination or, um, you know, vintage uh, artwork or reproductions of vintage art, art, artwork, which are very uh, economical. Um, but you know what I'll say? Don't, don't get some of that, that those reproductions of uh, vintage alcohol posters and things like that, and then just put one of those stupid little, like, standard wood or black frames around them or something like that. No, come on, at least get a, at least get a bamboo frame or something that says tiki bar you know just just go a little in that direction you can't get too generic um and then you just keep adding layers then maybe you hang some stuff from the ceiling some lighting or maybe some thatch and then maybe you put a couple of tiki masks on the wall that you've picked up in some tropical destinations you've been to over the years and then you add you know some string lights that were up for Christmas, but it's been seven years and they're still up and now they just blend into the ether of your environment and nobody notices them otherwise, but you like them. You put in a couple of real plants every now and then, uh, as long as you have a little bit of natural light. Um, I always choose plants that need very little light because I like my tiki bar dim and I don't want my plants to die. So you need to choose plants that don't need a lot of light. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes to lighting, um, don't be afraid to go with bulbs and things that are red, green, blues, yellows, 
purple. Uh, but by all means, no white light. Oh, God. There's nothing worse than bright white light in a tiki bar or the place you thought was going to be your quiet environment. And if you have a fluorescent bulb of any kind, I mean it, people. If you have a fluorescent bulb of any kind in your relaxation area, shame on you. There is nothing relaxing about fluorescent lighting unless you're some sort of alien or creep or something. I don't know. Stop it. Get rid of it and get a nice incandescent old school or LED fits the bill very nicely. We've got kind of a combination of both incandescent and uh, LED in here. And um, you, you can't tell the difference between the two anymore. That's what's so amazing about uh, LEDs. And they use less energy and uh, many of them are color changing and you can do just about anything with them. So there you go. But you gotta have your own little, your own little space. Call it your, call it your man cave, although I hate that, but you can call it that if you want or whatever you wanna call it, your Shangri-La. Everybody needs to have that little place in their home. And I know a couple of people where all they had was a closet and they put a chair in it and they have some nice lighting and they put some music in there and they pour themselves a drink and they go sit in their little space and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So you can, you can do it just about anywhere. And if you've got kids, you need this place in your life. And if you don't have kids, you probably still need this place in your life. And that is Sunshine's rant of this program. Uh, you, need your, you need your place, and I hope it's an, a place that you enjoy, and it brings you joy, and it helps you get away from all of the shit in our world. And if you don't drink... Sip the beverage that brings you joy, whatever it might be. Maybe it's tea. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's club soda. Whatever. Sip the beverage of your choice uh, in your um, in your little special place, and enjoy some music and get away from it all. Um. So the ladies and I are going to be at Don the Beachcomber in Huntington Beach on December tenth from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it is the Makeke, the Tiki Makeke, otherwise known as the Tiki Marketplace. And because this one's in December, you better believe that people are going to be getting their holidays on in Tiki style. There will be, for just your $10 cover, which then is very easily translated into $10 of food or $10 of cocktails. I highly recommend the cocktails, but their food's pretty good, too. Uh, it's Don the Beachcomber. It's in Huntington Beach. And um, you're going to enjoy live music. You are going to enjoy about 60 different vendors vending all kinds of things that you can purchase. I highly recommend that you bring some cash, although a good number of the vendors do use like Square and other types of electronic payments right there at their booths. Um Maybe you want a tiki, a carved tiki. You got that. Maybe you want some great art by like maybe Doug Horn, outstanding artist in the tiki community and great and great, great artist. He's there every time. Always got some great stuff. Uh, maybe you want some little flowers for your hair. Maybe you want a mid-century modern dress. Maybe you want a tiki shirt. Maybe you want a Hawaiian shirt. Maybe you want some vintage vinyl. 
perhaps you are looking for some bar ornaments, lighting, uh, just they've got it all. And uh, then, of course, the ladies and I will be there in the main dining room in a large pleather booth recording our podcast. And you will notice that we're there because we'll have this giant Zen Tiki Lounge banner uh, that makes it very obvious who we are if you don't know what we look like. And you can just come on up, tell us uh, you like the show and that you want to say hello. And guess what? We'll probably ask you to sit down and say something behind the microphone. I suppose you could decline. That would be okay. Some people don't like to be on the microphone, uh, but please, if even if we're recording, uh, we love that. Just come on by and say aloha. We'll wave to you. We'll blow you a kiss, uh, and uh, we'll invite you to sit down with us, and you're welcome to. And if you don't want to, just keep on walking by and enjoy the Tiki Makeke at Don the Beachcomber on December 10th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's the last one of the calendar year, and it is the holiday extravaganza. The ladies and I will be doing all of our Christmas shopping for each other. So essentially what we do on the show is we each one at a time go shopping, and then we come back and we exchange gifts, and we buy the gifts for each other right there at the Makeke, and it's a really, really great time. All right, Um, we're just about just about to um, the end of the show, and I do have one more thing that I want to tell you all about. And uh, I'm a big fan of Exotica, as you might know. But um, you know, maybe a uh, a lesser known thing is that I I like uh, live music. Um, You know, I talk I talk about it now and then, and when we go out and we see an act. Uh, I like to let people know about it. Um, And one of the acts that you can see, uh, depending on where you are, is Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. And they are an outstanding band. They, They range from full... Well, from full orchestra to a quintet, and they do other variations. Um, But they're going to be playing in February in several different places. Uh, February 22nd, they'll be playing in Cambridge, Massachusetts. February 26th, they're going to be playing in Lawrence, Kansas. And February 27th, they're going to be playing in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, They have released a few albums now. We have played music from all of them here on the show. Uh, Starshine and I have heard them live in the Los Angeles area. We heard the quintet, and it was beautiful. And this is the quintet that is going to be touring in February. It's the 2017 Moxaz tour. M-A-K-S-A-Z. Moxaz. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, But Brian, um, he is their leader, Brian O'Neill artistic director he plays the vibes and percussion uh he's a quirky quirky musician and also a i'm gonna say he's a little he's a little eclectic and sensual in his tastes and uh when they perform he will tell you uh between a couple of the sets he'll tell you uh you know where did their inspiration come from how did they come across the um the tracks and the uh, compositions that they're playing and what was some of the the thought behind them. And it just, you know, and that's a really cool thing to hear from artists. And you don't always get that when you see giant, giant live acts. So um, if you're going to be uh, anywhere near Cambridge, Massachusetts, Lawrence, Kansas, or Phoenix, Arizona in February, 
you want to go to orchestratica.com and you want to check them out and you can go ahead and uh, buy tickets, hear them live. I could not recommend it more. I'm going to have another sip of tropical fruitcake. That was nice. Um, and oh, you know, one more email just came in while we were while we're recording the show. Uh, this one from Stefan from Germany, one of our longest uh, listeners. Well, I don't mean that he's actually long. I mean, maybe he he actually, based on pictures, he's a very tall gentleman. But uh, been listening to the podcast uh, for quite some time, and. Um, he said that he's going to be trying uh, the Jamaican witch doctor on people um, uh, at a catering event that he's doing. And the Jamaican witch doctor was the um, the warm toddy that we uh, introduced to you on the most recent podcast, on episode 367. Uh, so you can go look at the show notes for episode 367 or go to the cocktail link on zentikilange.com and look at the Jamaican witch doctor and get the recipe. Uh, it uh, it may or may not cure a cold, but it'll certainly make you feel better. Um, and it's it's quite tasty. And we've gotten some really nice comments about that drink, so I know people are enjoying it. And Stefan, mahalo for continuing to listen to the show, and we thank you for your note. Again, folks, you can send your comments and questions to mail at zentikilounge.com. And uh, you know what? We're right at the end of the show, and so I got I to gotta throw something out there at you. We talked about tikibartshirtclub.com. How would you like one of their shirts? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. In your mind, I can hear you saying, I want one of their shirts. Here's what you do. You get out a sign like a homeless person would do. And you write on that sign, I'm waiting for my shirt from tikibartshirtclub.com. Write that on a piece of cardboard, a giant piece of paper, a piece of poster board, whatever you have. Just make sure it's legible so that when you hold it and someone takes a picture of it, or if you're really, really into this and you've got a three arms or something, uh, or a third leg that might be available and you can somehow selfie yourself holding that sign that says, I'm waiting for my shirt from tikibartshirtclub.com and you post that on either Instagram or Facebook and you link to Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club and hashtag Zen Tiki Lounge. Uh, you just have to get um, five people five people to comment on your post and uh, then go, go ahead and send us a note to mail at zentikilounge.com and say I got five people to comment here's my handle, find me uh, we will confirm that through the miracles of social media uh, and we will make sure that a t-shirt gets sent to you in your size and the most current design by our fine friends at Tiki Bar t-shirtclub.com see I, sometimes we announce this at the beginning of the show and sometimes we'll do it in the middle and sometimes at the end uh, and this is a testament to see who who and how many people really listen all the way to the end of the podcast the exercisers do because they want to get in their full 60 minutes we're at 58 minutes and 40 seconds right now and uh, I'm going to play for you just one more song to round out the show by the way this song is called Afro Harping Interesting. 
interesting. Uh, so one more song for you here on this week's show, and it is by Robert Drasnin from the album Voodoo 2, and it is called Puente Doble. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, and until next time, mahalo. Thank you.